0: Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, a podcast where we talk all things healing, what motivates us, what gets in our way, how do we transcend those stuck places and learn to love and accept ourselves more. I'm your host, Mary, and I've crafted each episode around real themes from my private practice and my life with the intention of sharing insight, inspiration, and just keeping each other company along the journey. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into today's show. Hello, hello, everybody. Well, today is Valentine's Day, and I wanted to do something special. So today's show is a love note dedicated to all the cycle breakers out there. We're going to talk about what a cycle breaker is what makes this one of the very hardest roles in the family system. And we're going to give thoughtful recognition and support to all those who identify as cycle breakers, all those who are committed to living in truth and ending cycles of violence, abuse, and dysfunction inside their family lineage. Cycle breakers are seers. They are deep feelers and they see and feel too much to just go with the flow and pretend like what's not okay is okay. They're missing the muscle that allows other people to deny or turn away or pull the wool down over their own eyes. A cycle breaker in a family system is the person who refuses to perpetuate the hurt they've inherited. They refuse to be another paper doll in a long line of paper dolls, holding hands linked to what came before, cut from the same material. I believe this role is a soul contract. I believe every role and every significant relationship in our lives is contracted on behalf of the soul and what it's here to learn and heal in this lifetime. And if this is you, if you identify as a cycle breaker, Let me just start off by saying, I see you. You are not alone in what can often be a very lonely circumstance. The Somalian poet Warsan Shire wrote, no one leaves home unless home is the mouth of a shark. No one ousts themselves from their own tribe unless there is something seriously wrong inside that tribe. The strength to stand up for what is true and right for us, according to our own internal spiritual compass, when that act of standing up has huge consequences on a person, is a deeply courageous act. No one can take away the very specific pain of being an outcast in your own family. But it does help, I think, to be recognized and acknowledged by those who get it, those who have the capacity to see and appreciate how difficult what you're doing is. So that recognition is absolutely the intention of today's show. And I hope that this episode will be a source of solace and also affirmation to anyone out there who identifies as a cycle breaker. The cycle breaker is one of the hardest incarnations because it usually means being misunderstood and often alienated, resented, or demonized by the people we're supposed to feel closest to and protected by. This is a role or a soul assignment that requires the sacrifice of comfort for the sake of deeper truth. And it's a life path where the benefit of the heavy lifting may not be fully felt directly by the person who's committed to doing the right thing in their lifetime. This work might be for the benefit of future generations. So this is not an easy role. but when you're a cycle breaker, you feel like you don't have a choice. There's too much truth and clarity in you to do life any other way. And while there can be great sadness and loss involved... There's also sometimes deep peace in knowing that you are breaking a chain. You are disrupting a pattern and creating an opportunity for real change and safety and healing to come through. There is profound purpose and meaning in that. I read a statistic that upwards of 90% of all trauma could be classified as intergenerational trauma. That means it's trauma that has been unhealed across generations and is just getting passed on and passed on with no end. We all know about this, right? It's tragically common to find out that an abusive parent was once an abused child. A cycle breaker is the one in the family who says, regardless of how much hurt I've experienced, I refuse to allow the hurt to justify a kind of brokenness in me that would compel me to impose the same cruelty and dysfunction on someone else. The cycle breaker says, I acknowledge the hurt, but I don't act on it. I don't act it out on others. I choose to use my precious time on earth to heal instead. To connect these dots and wake up and do things differently. Boundary work is an essential part of being a cycle breaker because boundaries create space and safety. They create expectations. They limit another person's access to us. Now, when there's a long history of dysfunction or abuse in a family system, and one of the members of that family starts implementing boundaries, it's usually met with heavy judgment criticism, resentment, pressure, sometimes even threats. We're likely to hear things like, who made you holier than thou? Or don't forget where you come from. Or when did you become so difficult? Or you need to lighten up. In subtle and often not so subtle ways, family members will try to guilt trip or manipulate or even shame the cycle breaker down from their position back into the bosom of the family. When one person begins changing, using boundaries, putting their foot down, it calls attention to a dynamic or a reality in ways that are uncomfortable for those who would rather not have the boat rocked, meaning your healing can be very inconvenient or painful or controversial for the people around you who want things to stay the same, usually because change feels too overwhelming to them. So sometimes the family will ostracize the cycle breaker. They'll stop inviting them or speaking to them. They'll take on an openly hostile attitude toward them. And this creates a lot of pain and confusion for the person who is committed to exercising these boundaries, challenging or breaking from the pack and living a healthier life. The difficulty here is that We may recognize the aspects of family life that are unacceptable to us and consciously reject them while also at the same time, still loving or missing or wishing we could stay connected to the people in our family. That longing to be included instead of stuck outside the circle runs very deep in us. As we talked about in episode five, there is a biological imperative to our desire to connect. We feel viscerally unsafe on some level when we are shut out by our own people. But for the cycle breaker, the conundrum of this is that it can also feel unsafe or unacceptable for us to be inside the circle. So the decision to break from traditional norms of our family system, this is a heavy decision Standing up for what we believe is right and healthy for us, challenging the old ways, insisting on new standards, none of this is easy to do. The deep seeing and deep feeling that exists inside the cycle breaker means that these are people who tend to be highly sensitive. So the burden of knowing that there are members of our tribe who are not happy with us, this is not just unpleasant background noise. This is a profound burden with significant impact for the one who carries it. Sensitivity can feel like a superpower, but it can also feel like a curse. Feeling things deeply brings a more profound appreciation for the beauty and the magic of life. But feeling things deeply also means experiencing them intensely, being highly susceptible to hurts and having a lower threshold for bad behavior. So the challenge for the cycle breakers is counterbalancing their sensitivity with fierceness, fierce self-love, fierce boundaries for protection. And fierce doesn't have to be mean. It's more about strength. It's like, I see you, I feel you, but I'm not letting you run my life. I run my life according to my own soul. If you're going to be part of my life, I'm going to hold you to sacred standards. I'm not going to make excuses for you, even if you're my family. I want to share something that crossed my path recently from Burt Hellinger. It's about being a cycle breaker or a black sheep In the family and I thought it was particularly lovely he writes the so-called black sheep of the family are in fact seekers of liberation roads for the family tree those members of the tree who do not adapt to the rules or traditions of the family system those who were constantly seeking to revolutionize beliefs going in contrast to roads marked by family traditions those criticized, tried, and even rejected. They are called to release the tree of repetitive stories that frustrate entire generations. The black sheep, those who do not adapt, those who scream rebel, repair, detoxify, and create a new and blooming branch, countless unfulfilled desires, unfulfilled dreams, frustrated talents of our ancestors manifest themselves in their rebellion looking to take place. The family tree, by inertia, will want to continue to maintain the castrating and toxic course of its trunk, which makes the task difficult and conflicting. Let no one make you doubt. Take care of your rarity as the most precious flower of your tree. You are the dream of all your ancestors. Isn't that gorgeous? And so true, those who reject the old ways and spearhead new ones are indeed rare, rare and essential. I have a close friend who lived on the Lakota Indian Reservation for some time and studied with one of the tribe's elders. That's a longer story and a really beautiful one. But the reason I'm bringing it up in relation to today's topic is because I spoke with this friend once when things were especially hard and dark in my own journey. I told her about some stuff that went down in my family system and how abandoned I'd felt by the people I needed most when I was experiencing abuse in my life and how instead of showing up for me, they left me to navigate it on my own. And I had reached a point where I no longer wanted to hold the door open to authentically repairing the relationship. It felt like it was time to accept the wounds and limitations that made it so hard for these members of my family to love and protect me the way I needed to be loved and protected. But I was struggling with this shame-based narrative inside myself that said, you're abandoning the people who abandoned you. How does that make you any better or different? I didn't have the understanding or the wisdom fully integrated yet around the difference between laying down a boundary out of self-protection versus abandoning someone. Things felt very jumbled and painful inside of me. That was the reason I reached out to this friend. I wanted to get her perspective. So I asked her hypothetically, what advice she thought the elders would give me. And instead of taking her best guess, she got really quiet. And she looked at me with such sadness and she said, Mary, they wouldn't be able to conceive of a family member leaving one of its own to endure abuse by themselves. She told me my scenario was so unnatural and so far outside of the ethics of how the tribe operates that it simply would not compute to this elder mentor of hers. My friend gave me a great gift that day. Her words were a real healing for me. They acknowledged something that had been missing. I was stuck at the wrong part of the equation, beating myself up, For wanting to give up on certain people in my family without recognizing that my pain was originating from the fact that they had already given up on me in the first place. The word unnatural struck a chord in my soul. It really does feel unnatural to confront a reality of painful, hurtful behaviors coming from the very people who are supposed to take care of us. But when I heard that word, it also set me free because i recognize that i'm not crazy this isn't natural this isn't how it's meant to be and when i think about my situation that way it makes it possible for me to mourn i can move to the deeper level of healing and get beyond the hell of self-doubt self-judgment and self-incrimination this is not the blame game where the punchline is see you're the problem not me It's not about setting up a hierarchy where one person is a misunderstood saint and the other is a monster who needs to be banished. The point of everything I'm talking about today is to recognize the realness and legitimacy of what goes on in the heart of the black sheep, the rebel, the cycle breaker. These are members of the family who say, I do not accept how you treat me or how you treat others, as the case may be. And as a result, I am restricting your access to me. I am not colluding with you out of false love or blind allegiance. I'm not enabling your behavior. I'm going to be very intentional about the way I choose to have you in my life. The role of the cycle breaker is a soulful role. It's not coming from ego with a need to prove a point or punish someone. When you step into this role, you are ideally at a place of real peace with the reality of things. Even if you wish that reality could be different, you understand what is outside of your ability to control. So you move to accept it instead. And part of that acceptance means not participating in systems or situations which are against your values or what you want for future generations moving forward. You want to be the dream of your ancestors. You want to break the chain. You understand how hard that task is, but you also embrace it because you know on the deepest level That it is your destiny to do so. Cycle breakers need nourishment, they need witnessing, they need loving, they need support. There's a misunderstanding about strong people. We see someone who's bearing a heavy load with grace and we think they're okay. But a strong person's grace is a choice. They have chosen not to walk through their lives as victims, even though it would be extremely easy to go that route. Just because strong people don't give up easily or complain incessantly doesn't mean they don't experience hurt. So check on the strong people in your life. Don't assume they're okay. And for those cycle breakers who struggle to find meaningful witnessing or support from other people, remember that the earth is bearing witness. You are an intricate part of life itself. You belong here. Find resonance in the beauty of life around you. Don't limit yourself to looking for it strictly from other people. In my experience personally, I have been nursed back to life many times by my daily dog walks, by sitting next to the river, by my writing practice, by music, by all kinds of non-human or non-social resources. People can be very tricky to navigate. So if it's helpful, don't start there. Start with all the other avenues for beauty, connection, and joy that exist in your life because they do exist. And they're here for you. They're here to replenish you. Most of all, please love and appreciate yourself, dear cycle breaker. I've shared this one before on the podcast, but I'll share it again today because it's one of my favorite Buddhist sayings. And I think of it a lot. The Buddha said, you can search the whole world over and never find another being as worthy of your own love as you are. There's a lot of withholding, a lot of holding back that goes on with boundary work. Don't forget to counterbalance that with radiant, abundant giving of love and passion and understanding to yourself. We can live a noble life and still be lighthearted. We can struggle with love and still be lovable and loving. We can open to the great sorrows in our hearts and still experience joy. The hard stuff does not have to wipe out the lovely stuff. When you're emotionally mature and you're committed to the work, you find that all of these opposing feelings can actually coexist. There's space for them. And your love and appreciation of yourself is what makes the space. You know your time is the most valuable asset you have in this life so I deeply appreciate your decision to spend some of it with me today. If you heard something that resonated or brought hope or a new perspective to your life in a meaningful way, please consider subscribing, reviewing, and sharing my podcast so it can find its way to more ears out there. If you'd like to learn more about my work, you can visit me anytime at marywelch.com. You can sign up there to join my mailing list and stay connected to all of my offerings, writings, and updates. Till next time, friends.